Good evening, everyone. This is Chosen Royalty. I'm so glad that you're joining me back here again today. It is a Sunday, a beautiful Sunday, and I have been just so engulfed in the Lord today, just basking in all of the love that is shared from our Lord Jesus Christ into my heart today. And I just want to, I want to send that out to you. And I hope that you get it. I hope that you can reach it. I hope that you can feel the love that God is sharing with you through me to you. And I'm so happy that I am, um, just, and, and I'm very, and I'm so, I'm honored. I'm just honored to be able to come back here all the time with you guys, every single podcast and share another a word, an encouragement from the Lord. And he uses my vessel just for you. And anything, anything I promise that I'm encouraging, it is only for the betterment of you, yourself, the unbelievers who need to come or know him and for the ones in the church who need to know God more, who, who's, who's trying to run this race and run this race with faith and need that motivation. I'm here for you, okay? And God sent me here for you. God sent me on this work for the kingdom in order to bring you home and bring you back to him. Not only me, we're all members of the body and God is ahead and the Godhead is 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 really doing a wonderful job in bringing home his children and sharing what's in his heart by using us as vessels because it's not us and our flesh because we get no glory. God gets the glory for this all, and I'm so grateful. I'm thankful for you also. You are amazing. You come back, and I'm grateful that you come back, and I'm so thankful, and I hope that God blesses you, keeps you, blesses your family, lifts you up, gets you out of whatever um, wilderness season. If you are in the wilderness season, I hope you are coming out or you're looking. You see a light for the tunnel to get out of that tunnel. Um, see the light at the end of the tunnel. It's there. And I'm praying and pushing. I'm right behind you, pushing you through. And I hope that you get on out of there, okay? And if you are in the midst of your blessings and you've gotten your restoration, you're in rest right now from tracking through that wilderness season. I want to say enjoy the rest and pray and continue to be grateful and give God all the glory and he will show his grace and mercy if he feels God loves us so much that he willingly gives us his, his, his grace and mercy that we, <laughs> I'm telling you guys, we don't deserve it in our, this flesh does not deserve it, but your spirit that calls out to Jesus, the only way to God, it will give you so much reward just by being faithful and truthful to the one, the one and only the one and only God, okay? And knowing, knowing, please remember, the only way to God, the only way, the one and only way is through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So I invite you to get to know him and to call him, call him. You don't have to go into long-winded prayers. You don't have to, you, you don't have to 
um, sit in silence, shut up in a closet all day long and shut yourself out away from people for months and months and months until he he finally speaks, guess what? He's going to come. Your heart will be ready because he knows you're going to call him. And when you do call him and you're sincere, you want to know the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. He will introduce himself, I guarantee you. And that feeling is a feeling like no other. Just call his name. And as you call his name, you ask that he please come and open your heart and just let God know in humbleness that my heart is open for you, Jesus. I'm ready to know who you are. I'm ready to be saved. I'm ready for that salvation. You've already died on the cross for me. You've already forgiven me for my sins. And all I have to do is come to you and be faithful and obedient. And to love God and only God and no other idols in this world or anywhere else. And love you and only you. And love others like I love myself. And when I do that, I know Jesus is coming. And he will turn you around, I guarantee you. Now, so after that, it's so good to give God the glory. And now after that, I want to share with you. It's something that's been, I've been, I've been really studying all through the night, through the day. And it, this story is amazing to me. And there's so many nice little TikTok videos. And, um, normally I do not share off into other social media on this podcast. But I feel like when we are in something, when we find something that's that's edifying and it's good, we should share it. And I, sh- I have seen some really, really, really good TikToks on um, the Daniel in the Lion's Den, guys. That's our story today. Daniel in the Lion's Den is just a beautiful story along beside so many others that we lift up here on this channel and for encouragement so you can see your life through these stories and see the best one, I think. I, you know, there's so many good ones. I just, I don't have a favorite and it's so hard to say, you know, do you have a favorite Bibles? No, I don't. There's so many. All of them are so good. Because guess what? Eve, they were hard situations that God showed his miracle and showed himself in. He showed up and showed himself in these situations. And these days, in, in these days and time, in this generation, if God showed up like that, just as he did before, which he does, we don't see it all. But let me tell you, there are so many different ways God can show up. But if he shows up like he did here in Daniel in the lion's den, I know there will be no hesitation. For those of you who are unbelievers or you just quite don't get it yet, or you are still on the fence about who God is and who Jesus Christ is and is he real, you have to know. It's realer than the nose on your face, okay? Jesus is realer than the air you breathe. Jesus is realer than 
the home you're living in right now because that home and all those material things are it's it's not real and it's not even yours but it's not here to stay but the only thing that's here to stay is Jesus and he will eventually he's going to show you that I'm here to stay I've been here since the beginning when there was nothing but darkness in the earth and wind okay and there and he's going to be at the end at the end of revelation the lord jesus christ is there at the end of the world he will be here and so there will be a beginning and there will be an end. The Alpha and the Omega is here with us. And right in the midst of Daniel in the lion's den, in this story, I want to share just some of the meat of this story for it and intertwine it with our lives. Real quick, I want you to think of a time where you were in a situation and immediately in that situation, you were begging God to get out of it. Or you just, you needed a prayer, you needed to get down and you needed your faith to work at that moment. Listen, I want to encourage you to start your faith. If you're not in that season right now, I want to encourage you to start that faith walk as soon as you can. It is best that your next breath be dedicated to glorifying and obeying and getting into God's word and learning your father. Because when your faith starts now in your good season, in your multitude season, in your restoration season, in the season where you have it all, guess what? When you are in that position, because I'm going to say when you are not if you are, but when you are, because everybody in this life, until we gone on into to our homes, our forever home, we will go through certain circumstances. And those circumstances are going to require our faith in God, prayer. And so when it's your time, okay, to be in those particular, your faith will start way back when okay and God's looking at that God's looking at when did your faith and your obedience start when did your trust in me start huh when did that start because if you did it at the moment that you really needed him he never knew you okay he he doesn't want you to believe at that very moment when you only need him for that moment. He wants you to know who he is and trust him now. Even when the things look good in your life and everything's working out. And even when, you know, you could be in a position of growth or transition you trust him through the transition, okay? A transition from I don't know to I am sure of the Lord. Or I, I just don't know about this life I'm in right now. I'm, I'm, I'm going through processes in my life that is will make a, a major change in my life, in my workplace, in my marriage, in my relationships. I have to start the trust somewhere. But don't wait till you get 
in the lion's den for your trust to kick in, for your faith to kick in. It is not then that the Lord is judging your case. It is way back when, when he told you before, do not get involved with this person I told you not to get involved with. And I'm sending you red flags to let you know that's not the one. Or I'm sending you um, issues on the job to let you know it's time to move on. This, this won't be good for you if you stay in this predicament. And I want you to go because I have something better for you. But you say, nah, I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm going to go ahead and stay in this relationship because it feels good. Or I'm going to go ahead and stay at this job because, I mean, hey, they're paying me good. Nobody else is going to pay me like this. So I'm going to stick right where I am. I'm not going to go where God asked me to go. You may be getting offers somewhere else and don't know how you're going to, how am I going to move there? Um, what am I going to do? I don't have, a, I don't have vehicle get to get to this place or what's going on in my friendships? Am I supposed to not be friends with this person because they are dibbling, dabbling in the world and very lukewarm and they're pulling me. Every time I go over there, they are pulling me over there. They're pulling those strings. God said, no, I told you to let that person go because I'm going to give you a friend group and a friendship that's going to speak life into you, that's going to edify you, make you better on the side. You never seen yourself. You never seen uh, Michael or Christy or Tanya. You never saw yourself like this, okay? But I'm going to turn it around so you can see yourself another way. And you're going to love yourself so much better. And you're going to love yourself like I love you. You won't have a complaint. You won't say, oh, my skin's so dry, I can't stand it. Oh, I got big ears. Oh, my fingers are so wrinkly. You're going to love those wrinkly fingers. Fingers. <laughs> you're going to love those big ears. And you're going to find a way to make them stand out and be your beauty. Listen, God said, no, I need you to build your faith at this moment right now. You have breath in your lungs right now. It's time. The, the next breath you take, it's dedicated to God. And it's dedicated to everything that you're learning, you're experiencing just saying, thank you, God, for allowing me to experience these things. Thank you for helping me be obedient. Thank you for disciplining me, make it saying no so I can keep going. But help me to be obedient. Please help me. I don't know. I've been disobedient all my life. I need instruction on how to be obedient. And so here with Daniel in the lion's den, I would invite you to please read Daniel chapter 6. It's such a wonderful chapter. Daniel chapter 6. Please go there and then get into some really great TikToks. And I know that a lot of people don't have an opportunity to sit and watch the actual movie or have 30 minutes to watch a YouTube video, a long video on YouTube. But 
I know TikTok is probably just the right amount of time because it gives you only a minute or two to watch it and kind of get the whole meat of what God is saying. Because our attention span in these days right now is so short and quick. And that's why I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna really close this out in just a little bit. But I want to share with you that you know what? In these days and times, you know that there will always be someone not on your side, somebody looking for something on you, okay? And someone's always going to be, there's going to be one or two people. You just never know, but there's always those same people sometimes or either outsiders or comments. Should I say comments are the ones when you get on anywhere and you think you're doing something positive and you're you're creating and you're you're leveling up and all this and you got those couple people in the comments, those trolls coming in, they're coming in to let you know what you're not doing and how it's not right and how they don't sit well with it. And that's what I'm going to share with you. In Daniel 6 and 4, the other administrators and high officers began searching for fault in the way Daniel was handling the government affairs. Oh, Daniel was doing everything right. Okay. He was. Daniel was on his, he was on his stuff. Let me tell you. He had the paperwork just right. He was praying to God over it. Let me make good decisions. Daniel was in a mode of praying three times a day. He was seeking God for the instruction and wisdom to learn how to rule over um, certain people because they had made him a ruler in a in a certain kingdom. So Daniel was like, "Okay, all right, I'm over this particular person over in this part of the cat in this uh, kingdom in this little castle over here." But they had there were some officers that were under him. They got so jealous because the head king, the king over King Darius, I'm sorry, King, uh, yeah, King Darius, King Darius was over Daniel. And so Daniel had a few officers under him, right? And those administrators keeping up with all the paperwork and all that. But see, King Darius wanted to increase uh, favor and give favor onto Daniel. So those little administrators, those paper pushers, those pencil pushers, they got a little mad. They got a little salty and sour. So what did they do? They couldn't find anything on Daniel. So they said, let's just see what he does every day consistently. And we're going to make a law against that. That's how we're going to get him. And when we make the law, we're going to make it immediately and have King Darius sign off on it. So when he does it, because we know he does it every day, when he does it, he'll be against the law. And then we got to punish him. And when he gets punished, this going to help us get in our position. Yeah, they were backbiting. They was backsliding. I'm telling you, they were not good people. They couldn't find anything to criticize or condemn Daniel with, but he was faithful. He Daniel was always responsible. He was completely trustworthy. And they said, you know what? Our only chance of finding grounds for accusing Daniel will be in the connection of his, the rules of his religion. They, We know that he's going to pray to God. We know that he's going to go down. He'd been doing it since he'd been here. He'd been praying every single day. And he's been faithful to God. So I know we can get him. That's how we're going to get him on his religion. So guess what the administrators and the high officers did, okay? 
They went to King Darius. Hey, long live King Darius. We're all in agreement now. We we all came to this agreement. We all came together. And what we said was, all of us, the administrators, even the officials, the, even your high officers, everybody came together. So what we want to do, okay, we want to make a law that strictly enforces, okay, that and, and, and it's going to give order to anybody, anybody, okay, that anybody for the next 30 days, if any person prays to anybody, I don't care who they pray to, if anybody prays to anyone, divine or human, okay, except you, except you, King Davis, you can you can do what you want to do. You can pray to who you want to, not you, but anybody else, your majesty, let them be thrown into the lion's den. Let's do that. Let's put them in the den of lions. Now, that's, that's going to be our law. We've already written it up. We've got it typed up, everything. All we need is your signature. That's all we need. We just need your signature. We can go ahead and print a couple copies, send it to all the officials. And now you know what happens. King Darius goes along with it and signs the law. And once it's signed, it cannot be revoked. You can't go back. You can't renege on what you just signed. And it's a copy going to all of the officials who've got the copy. So, King Darius, you'll be in the wrong if you go back on what you say, right? That's what happened. So what they did was, (laughs) see, Daniel wasn't stupid. Daniel learned what the law that had went out. He didn't care. He went home. You know what he did? He went right in that room, okay, the room where he slept. He got right on his knees where he always goes in his secret place, and he got down on his knees and he prayed. Windows open. He didn't try to close his windows. I'm hide. I'm going to hide because if they don't see me, then everything all good. I'm going to leave my door cracked. I'm going to leave my door cracked, leave my windows open. I'm going to get right here. I do this every single day. I'm going to go right here, and I'm going to pray to God. I know the law, but I'm going to pray. Because ultimately, God, they don't rule God. God rules them. And God rules this law. God rules King Darius. I'm not afraid of none of these humans. I'm more afraid of my father. If I don't do what I told my father, the connection and relationship we have is so good. I've been doing this for years. When God gave me visions to interpret for the king years ago, and we did this. I've been praying praying since I was a little boy. And here they want to change it. No, that's not what we're doing. That's not what we're going to do. Mm-mm. He still prayed three times a day, giving thanks to God, honoring God, loving God with all his heart. Then them officials, they went in there, bust in the room, saw him at his time of prayer and found him praying, asking for God's help through this. And he could be asking, God, please get rid of this law. Get rid of this law for 30 days. Change it. Do something. And when you ask God to do something, God's going to do it. Even if he have to show you a miracle through it, and that could be something hard, just like what God allowed to happen. Here in these next few verses, he did. So he did just that. God said, okay, my my son, 
We have a really great relationship. Daniel, we are so close. This, you pray to me. You've been asking for a change. I'm about to change it. I'm about to change the law. But in order for me to upgrade and give you favor, we got to go through something. We've got to go through just like we did with his son, Jesus Christ. I, I know I have something so high for Jesus, but he had to go through the ultimate pain. He got to go through something, my son. You got to go through something, okay? And as for everybody who's so faithful, we have to go through it. We may not know what that is right now, but God is working. God is always working and doing his job. And I'm not afraid of whatever it is that God has for us. Okay? Don't be afraid of it. Because guess who gets the glory in the end? It's God our Father. But only thing God asks us to do is remain faithful through this thing. And so the hardest part has to happen. Even though they caught Daniel down on his knees, they sent him to King Darius. They told King Darius that he was breaking the law with everybody around. And they said, you know what? We got witnesses. So now you can't revoke on what you signed. We have to throw him in the den. King Darius was sad. He knew that what he just signed, he couldn't go back on. And he said, okay, throw him in the lion's den. And guess what? He threw him in there and that set in. Your enemies are going to sit in disgust and, 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 and they're going to know that there's got to be something or a reason why you pray so much. I'm going to figure it out and I want to know myself. Is God that good that you're praying three times a day, that you're giving him all of the glory? Let me see why. And they're going to be wondering. So guess that's exactly what King Darius had to do. He had to, but but he had a, a, a slight relationship with Daniel. Daniel and King Darius didn't have, they didn't have beef. They didn't have beef. So he thought about it. I got to put you in this den. I'm sorry. I love you. I got to do it. You went against the law. And as he turned away and left Daniel, as the officers were throwing him in and shut the door with a stone so he couldn't get out. At that moment, he knew he messed up. And at that moment, he left. They left. They left Daniel there. And King Darius ran back to his room. And the, the only thing he could think of is, let me fast. I can't eat. I can't eat. I don't care how much steak I got on the table. I can't eat. I know that King, my, my dream interpreter is in here. My, 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 my one and only who's been keeping my whole castle up on that side. He's been doing a great job. I had no problems. I, I'm, <laughs> I've got to do something. I'm going to fast. I'm going to fast and, 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 and I'm going to, and I'm going to, I can't sleep. I can't, I can't eat. And I'm going to go early in the morning after the hours have, pa have uh, passed by. Sorry, y'all. We're getting distracted. After these hours passed by and King Darius could not sleep, 
He could not eat. The morning, sunrise come. It was breakfast. It was the break of day. So sunrise just broke in. And he said, I hurry up. Get me out this, get me out this room. I already sta- stayed up all through the night and I'm hungry. I can't do anything until I figure out if my friend Daniel is okay. Or if he is gone, I have to know. I have to see. I got to see it with my eyes. He ran to the lion's den with the officials. Open up this lion's den. I got to see what is going on with my friend Daniel. They opened it up. Daniel was standing there in peace. He was untouched with the lions roaming all around him. And some even laid down to sleep. But they had a closed mouth. They were keeping him company and warm at this point because Daniel was there with God. And with security all around him. In the peace all around him, guys. And while he was down there, he prayed again. Because he didn't let up on his normal. He didn't lose the faith. He didn't forget all about and let prayer go out the window because he see lions in his face. No, he called on the God he has been calling on forever. Who has he established a relationship with. God sent an angel, and the angel shut the mouth of all the lions, all of them. He closed their all their mouth. They wasn't even hungry no more. Basically, they was just they were walking around like little pit bulls, like little dogs. They just surrounded and protected him as the angels closed their mouths, and he came out whole, just as he went in. He walked right out of that lion's den, not puffed up like, see, I told you. And that's another thing. We can't be proud and think it is us that does it all. It is the work of God, not you and not anyone else around. It is only the miracle and the, the work of God and the angels he sends. And let me tell you something. When your faith is so big and you are humble enough to walk out and give praise to God as you come out, you're still giving praise to God in the front of the people who didn't want you to pray in the beginning, who threw you in there. Because if they were that sour, they could have heard him praying on the way out and put them right back in. Because guess what? They did not. Because they were so shocked that he was still alive. That they gave praise to God too. And and this is what I want to tell you. This is also what I want to share to you. Your life is connected to somebody else. And your life, when they see the miracle on you, that's going to allow those spirits to flee in others. Those, those evil spirits that they hoard. They will flee and the goodness of God will come upon them and the Holy Spirit will drench them with a new eyesight and they will see the goodness of God and they will glorify God in his name and who he is and the works that God is doing right before their eyes. 
You've never seen anything like that before. And it's such a wonderful story. I really was, I am so excited to share this with you. And I invite you to go in and check out Daniel chapter 6 in the Bible. And if you read it or if you watch it, look it up on um, uh, on whatever streaming uh uh, uh, streaming uh, social media that you want to look it up. I'm sorry, I'm getting tongue-tied. I'm looking at my time. I know I'm a little over, and I'm sorry, but the goodness of the Lord have been working on Daniel and the Lion's Den for a day, about a day and a half, and in and, and the, the, the whole meat of this story has been sitting in my bones, and I'm so grateful that I get to share it with you. God bless you all. Go in there and keep you. And I'm going to say a quick prayer. Dear God, thank you for those and the ones right here with me right now. Thank you for those who came back. Thank you for those who are getting an edification out of this. Thank you for those, dear Father God, who are unbelievers, who are here listening and have made it 32 minutes with me. And I thank you and I pray that they go back and get more encouragement, more encouragement and more encouragement. No matter if it was perfect or not, Lord, we are here in full raw footage right here, right now, just for you, oh God, to give you glory and to give you praise. And we want to invite all the unbelievers to come in because we want them to know who you are. We want them to hear miracles. We want them to hear what's happened. We want them to know what's happening in their lives is not just a coincidence. It is you. And we thank you so much, and I pray a blessing, strength, and power, and glory, and grace all over them. Give them your mercy, most of all, blessings, and let them say, thank you, Lord. I thank you so much. Amen. I thank you so much, and I pray that you all are well. God bless you. Be the salt and light of the earth and season well. God bless everybody here and touch and share this with someone else. It's the only way we're going to get God's message across the four corners of the earth is we share it, and it goes viral. So send it for God. Not for you, not for me. Send it for God, okay? I love you guys so much. God bless you. God keep you. Be the salt and light. Bye. Hey, this is Chosen Royalty. I'm coming again to you guys to tell you, God bless you. God be with you. Be at peace in all your days. I love you so much. Be the salt and light of the earth. Season well. I love you. Praise God. Glory to God. In Jesus' name. Shalom, everyone.